really do think we're playing really good basketball uh, heading into this. And so um, uh, it definitely is going to be a fun conference season, the last one in the Missouri Valley. I'm going to say this. I'm going to put it on record. So glad you're hitting record, but I think they go undefeated in the Missouri Valley. Said it right here. Book it. Father, forgive us for our arrogance. Take away the sin of pride. Am I my brother's keeper? Today I am. I repent for Sammy D's hubris. Please, make him humble, like Sister Jean, but confident. Lord, give him the strength to study those stat sheets harder. To study the opposition and some of the other competition in our league. And to not overlook anyone. Especially someone who might get drafted. Like Isaiah Mosley. <laughs> Welcome to a repentant Two Ramblers podcast. I'm your host and there's no jokes today. After our loss to the Missouri State Bears. And I'm going to welcome in our analyst with the attention to detail and hopefully some new humility, Sammy D. Sammy D, welcome in. (laughs) Amen. 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 Anything you want to add to that prayer? Um... No, I, I I probably should have caveated what my original take, but uh oh, caveat. I, really, I, I, yeah, I know my big English two hundred one class word there, but I, if Loyola plays as we know they can play, their ceiling, I don't think anybody in the valley could beat them. What we saw yesterday was the floor. That was that was a horrible game. Like, we didn't play that bad against Auburn or Michigan State, the other two losses of our season, or even against Valpo and Bradley, where those two games we really struggled until the very end. Like, that game was literally just, like, put it in the garbage can and throw it away and let's move on to Southern. There was nothing positive out of that game other than maybe the last couple minutes where there was a mad scramble and they made it at least interesting. But there was nothing in that game that was like, this is the Loyola team that we've all grown to love. And so that was sad to see, but it's just like, I I still think if Loyola plays the game that they are familiar with and like, this is, this is Loyola basketball. I don't think anybody in the Valley can, can run with them. Well, and yet, you know, I was actually there for the game and, and uh, you know, I, I subscribe to your sort of four quarter way of looking at the game and you know, essentially, we played these guys to a draw in the first two ten-minute periods. Um, Agreed. Um, we started off. We started off kind of. You know, I felt like we went ahead a couple buckets. Uh, it looked like we were going to control the game. Isaiah Mosley was going to get his points. You just, you, I mean, the guys. Uh, I, this is the first time I've ever seen him uh, live. The the guy is is a very tall, lanky guy. He reminds me a little bit, uh, at least body type, of like a Reggie Miller. He has really skinny legs, 
um, but a lot of length and, you know, hustled, played 40 minutes. The guy played 40 minutes and never looked tired, had a motor moving around uh, the whole time. And so he looked like he was going to score, but we looked like, okay, well, we know what we're going to do. Um, and, and, and it was that the third quarter, you know, your 10 minute yep. period, the first 10 minutes, 10 minutes of the second half, in the yep. second half, they ripped a play out of our playbook. Yeah. I mean, I think they scored six, eight, like unanswered points in a minute. And it was like, and you could look at the stats. I was there. So it was like, that's what it felt like. It felt like it was, they were up by three and all of a sudden they were up by 10. I mean, and yep. it was like, and then I, then yeah, they, they were, they were up by 12 uh, or, or up by 10 at the under 16 timeout. Right. So it was like, all of a sudden I was like, wait a second. I thought we were in this game. And then that sort of surge and this guy didn't need any any more help getting more fired up, but that seemed to fire up Isaiah Mosley even more. Mm-hmm. Um, he started looking to pass. He got his teammates involved. I, I, I looked at the numbers. He doesn't have any assists. But for me, I saw him driving and kicking the ball out, and maybe they made an extra pass because there were a yeah. number of times where he – drew the defense and then they just got like an easy three or a, a back cut. Um, so he was really on point and, and, and um, there was one point where he came up. Uh, this wasn't on TV. I don't think they caught this on TV, but I'm sitting behind the wolf pack. I got a wolf. I got like right behind the wolf pack, which is mm-hmm. not the best s- s- spot. Cause they stand the whole game. So I couldn't see any of the, uh, I couldn't see any of the sideline plays at all. I mean, you, there there were times the ball, I couldn't see anything. So boy, I got to figure out, I, I, I'm going to have to tour the whole facility next game and figure out exactly what tickets I'm going to get next year because yeah, that was not a great seat. Uh, but anyway, uh, Isaiah mostly is coming up the court and shushes the wolf pack. I mean, yep. runs alongside the, what is it, the sideline? What do they call that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, the sideline. He runs along the sideline, shushing the wolf pack, and they were yep. qu- they were quiet. It was, you know, it, it, yeah. I mean, if anything, yeah, there were crickets playing in, at Gentile. Yeah, they the the Missouri State Bears they brought the crickets. Yeah, there so. were literally ten fans for the Bears there, and they they showed them every once in a while. They were right behind the bench. Right. There were only 10 fans. It was yep. all us. But yeah, it got quiet and uh and we didn't have an answer for him and then uh Gage Prim, this is the funny part. We saw him warming up. Jaden and I went, my son, and we saw him warming up and he has this rainbow shot. I mean, it looks like it's going to hit the flag in the in the Gentile Center when he puts the ball up. And Oof. he's he's a center, so you're like what I don't know. He must have been short earlier in his life or something because the his shot is so has such a high arc. It's crazy. So of course we see him warming up. I didn't know what he looked like. I, I'm sorry, I haven't studied the the Missouri Bearcats or whatever they're called. Um, just the Bears. I didn't know what he looked like. So right. I just figured this guy's like 
end of the bench, like the big center. I don't know where he was from. I thought, you know, he's got kind of curly hair. I go, what did they get this guy from Europe? I don't know who he is. And then all of a sudden, you know, he puts up a three. And it's one of these rainbow shots. It goes in. And we're like, oh, who's that? I am looking on the score sheet. And I go, oh, that's Gage Prim. And the next thing you know, he's, you know, b- b- battling down low. He, he. Um, I don't know what his final numbers were. Let me look at his numbers here. Five they for ten. Pretty, I mean, he. Yeah, I mean, to, yeah. I mean, he had normal numbers, but he was causing problems down down mm-hmm. down low. Um, um, both Hudson and Knight were. He's a big body to cover. Right. So so I mean, Knight was in that full, you know, uh, you know, getting his base and pushing into Gage Prim's back. I mean, it, right. and and Gage, uh, you know, I'm, I I know they can't wear a Fitbit during the game, but Chris Knight got a ton of cardio guarding mm-hmm. that guy because he it was yeah. just like the whole time he's pushing against him, right? Um, so it, it was a tough. He, you know, Uguak, I don't think Uguak didn't cover him, but uh, but Hudson and 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 Chris Knight had their, their hands full. So even though he wasn't scoring, he was causing a lot of problems. Right. As as I thought coming into the game, that was the guy I was worried about. I wasn't worried about, unfortunately, you know, future NBA or Isaiah Mosley. But he he got the Ramblers in foul trouble in Lucas and Ahir, and it was like I mean they played twenty two. Lucas played twenty two minutes of a forty minute game. Yeah, it, and and uh, here played twenty four, and those are the two guys that would have switched off and on with him, and it was just like they just they they were never on the floor, and well, and can never get in rhythm, and it just that was the ball game. Not only that, but you know, I know we have this philosophy that we can change, we can switch all the time, right? There were times where, um, and I know this is by design. I'm sure they've done this in in, in games in the past. I just watched a clip of us playing Illinois and I saw Braden Norris on IO, which I was like, I don't remember that matchup, but there were a couple times Braden Norris was on, um, on Isaiah Mosley. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is not, I don't, I don't like this at all. Cause there's just such a size disadvantage. And, and I, I mean, I guess he's six, five, but he just looks taller and bigger and he's got long wingspan. So yeah. it just looked like a real mismatch. And then there were a couple times where Gage Prim was on a guy that just had no, like Marquise was covering Gage Prim or something. I mean, it was, there were just these switches where it was like, I, I get that this is what we do, but man, it was painful to watch at different points. Yeah. No. And, and coach drew references in his press conference, as I saw on the highlight reel, um, that they allowed their offense to dictate their defense. So when they were struggling offensively, then that they played poorly defensively. Where it usually is the other way around, where they allow the defense to influence their offense. And I think he saw something, or we all saw that yesterday, was that they're across the board. Again, there was nothing in this game that was a positive. Like, oh, we could take this way. I mean, the only silver lining is the fact that it was the first loss in conference and it's the sixth game into the conference. So we still got, you know, 15 more to go. And if we lose, 
you know, let's say out of every six games, we lose one. That means we're eight, we're 15 and three. That wins, that wins the conference, you know? And so it's like, that's the silver line. It's like, Hey, we still are, can play, can still improve to play our best basketball in March, uh, in, in February and March and still be, we're still number one in the conference. Let's talk about the Wolfpack uh, again. Um, so they were in this game, but they were not getting the sway on. They were not. Right. There wasn't a lot of choreographed stuff today or yesterday. And I saw uh, I saw something very egregious that actually you know hurt my heart as an alumni of Loyola University Chicago. And I'm going to put a big emphasis on Chicago. Two guys in the Wolfpack decided to wear their Packers jerseys. Oh, what the F? Come on. (laughs) I get, listen, I get it. You probably grew up in the northern suburbs and you kind of, you know, you fell in love with A-Rod or whatever his name is and, or, 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 and, and I get it. They've been great your entire life. You, you zillennial or whatever they call your generation now. But come on, dude! You're at a a Loyola game. Get the yeah. you know. You wear maroon and red. We yeah, don't wear green yeah. and must, mustard and relish. Uh, it was so disgusting. I saw an Aaron Rodgers jersey and a um, whatever five is. Is that Aaron Jones? I don't know. Aaron it's Jones, Donovan, Devonte Adams, and the only thing that made my day great last night is I came home and then watched them lose, which I, I was like, if I had to see yes. the Packers win and Isaiah Mosley kill us, I think I would have, I don't know what I would have done yesterday, but luckily. Yeah. Luckily two, the, the yeah. Niners came through. So, so note, okay. If I don't listen, I don't think we have any fans who are actually in college right now. I, I doubt it. I mean, we don't have a huge listenership, but if anybody knows anyone at Loyola, at the Wolfpack, any of these younger guys, tell them, come on, dude. You can't. I will, I will, I'll, I'll do my part on Twitter to put them on notice. Be like, come on. Yeah, it's, if you're I, in the I, Wolfpack, I, I, wearing... I, there was a guy with the five, whatever the five is, and, and I'm going to guess Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones. But he was sitting right in front of me, and as soon as I saw him f- filter into the Wolfpack, I was like, "That this is not good. This is a bad omen. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 you know, and listen, you're in Chicago, dude. Come on. Yeah. Come yeah on. That's, that's yeah. Uncalled for. Yeah, totally. So I just, that was super annoying and I, I would have loved to say something to him, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, let me, I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell you, uh, let's see another, uh, I'll tell you one silver lining. It's a very small silver lining. Um, was my guy, uh, 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 St. Thomas got in the game. Yep. And, uh, popped a three in transition. Yes. I, uh, Jaden, Jaden said that the coach wasn't happy. I watched it back. It looked like coach drew was excited. And, um, and, and all I know is St. Thomas was super excited and super amped up. And right. so it to me said, here's a guy who, you know, has a seal. We haven't seen his ceiling yet, and right. we have not seen him get an opportunity. And and he was in for some quality minutes, and he was uh, covering at different points. He was covering Isaiah Mosley, 
Um, And I don't know if that was, you know, Coach Drew trying to get a spark off the bench or if he liked the matchup. Um, We did see a huge amount of um, kind of the Beastie Boy lineup. Uh, I I mean, I think as soon as um, Lucas got into foul trouble, uh, he immediately went to Tate Hall. Yeah. Um, Who had a couple good shots, uh, but also, I mean, it was – this was a tough team and he, you know, I don't think he, I think he struggled a little bit. I mean, so, uh, anyway, the, the silver lining was seen, uh, Saint and Saint came in for seven minutes, which, you know, I mean, it's pretty good for him. I mean, he hasn't got in much longer than that this season. Right. So, um, so anyway, that, that, that's one small, small silver lining. Yeah. That, that was nice to see. Uh, anytime you get, the young guys positive um, minutes where they score, where they, it's like, Hey, that's a good thing they can build upon. I, yeah. You're right. That, that was a small silver line. It's like, yeah, I'll take that. Um, but again, I, I think for him, his vast improvement is going to be needed on the defensive side. And so that's where he needs to improve upon in the coming weeks and months, as well as next into next year. So, which I, I think he can because he's such a big, he really is a big guard. So it's really, that's a positive for him. Um, but, you know, and then the other thing that, you know, as people, you know, you, as you have, you know, chided me about the curse, it's like, let's be honest. The real curse that we were focused on was the Tim Doyle curse. The, the color announcer for the, you know, CBS sports. Um, every time the Ramblers have played, in front of him the last three or four years, they have a horrible game like this. So uh, let's hope we don't see him again. Uh, Cause yeah, he's a local guy went to, and I think the problem is, is that he went to Northwestern. And so it's like his Northwestern funk, you know, does not bode well for the Ramblers. So, but hopefully you don't have to see him again. I don't know what our TV coverages going forward well one thing that made me happy uh being at the game uh was uh first of all sister jean was there she prayed uh and was there for the whole game actually because um i got to see her leave with the team Uh, so she was there she was there i don't know where they put her but she must have been near the court side because she was at the game the whole game Uh, yeah she's usually like right off the the in line yeah. Where, they, where they exit out of. Yeah, so she was at the whole, she watched the whole game and did the prayer. And then um, another uh, highlight was, I don't know if it was at halftime or one of these t- long timeouts, they recognized uh, Allison Day, uh, one of the seniors on the, the uh, Lady Ramblers, and Bree Hampton Bay, who is a graduate student, who both got in the last month to the thousand point mark? Yes, um, and so uh, they recognized them, and there was a huge cheer and a huge uh, response from the the Wolf Pack. So it was great to see Allison Day and Bree Hampton Bay. Now, Allison Day, I think, spent her whole career at Loyola. Bree Hampton Bay came from UMass a couple years ago. So anyway, it was cool to see them. Bree Hampton Bay has awesome hair too. She has. It's <laughs> like, I, I can't even explain it. It's kind Pompadour. of, a, it's, a it's like a dread kind of thing. Right. And, um, it looked cool. And I, and I think here's the crazy thing. Um, Jaden and I tried to go to 
raising canes for lunch. Yes. Uh, by the way, who did who decided to, uh, uh, even though it was like ten degrees outside or fifteen degrees, they decided that all their tables were off limits because of COVID. So, uh, so I was like, uh, okay, well, where do we eat this? It's like we can't eat outside, jackass. It's like <laughs> where am I supposed to eat this? Uh, so then we went over to the bold. So, and you know, they're one of our lovely sponsors, Raising they are. Canes. They're the sponsor for the Northern Iowa. Game yeah. Ladies. So, so Raising Canes. And, and then, we, so then we go over to our other sponsor, the, the Bulldog Ale House for, you know, uh, the, the, the sponsor of all the road games, away games, the away yep. games. So we go to the Bulldog Ale House and they're saying, so, uh, yes, I, I go, you got room for two. And they're like, yeah, sure. Hold, hold on. And they're like, oh, it'll be a 20-minute wait. It's 40 minutes till the game time. Forty. If I, I, so we couldn't get a table there, so I had to have Chipotle. And then we saw a couple of uh we saw a couple of Loyola bros at Chipotle who had brought in canes. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. But not, not I, we not gone. Okay, but you you gotta understand this is uh, this is kind of nuts, guys. Loyola they they they're they're not selling any food. Yeah, they they've, they they have all these COVID measures, and it's like, hey, it's ten degrees out. I'm coming to the game. I want to eat some food. Figure out a way for me to eat some food. Like what on earth? Like what? I'm like walking around Sheridan Road, freezing my butt off, uh, trying to go to these places. It's like, so I still feel, I hate to say it, I still feel like we're learning what success looks like, right? Success is on game day. If you're Cane's Sugar or whatever that stupid (laughs) restaurant is, it's like, have your tables open. Come on. you know and i would have i would have gone halal guys who sponsored this game yes uh, but you know Jaden didn't want to go to halal guys and it was just like you know i don't need it's like and and i don't even know if halal guys you could sit down so it's like come on if 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 it's a okay i'm not this isn't political but if if the if we're so worried about the pandemic, then then go back to the way it was last year. Just you know, no right. indoor dining, no no fa- three thousand fans all in one room. It's like one or the other. Either we're yeah. open or we're not. Come on, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that one. It, it's like, yeah, let's let's take a take a course. Let's let's let's. Let's write it out. Well, so. not only that, but then it's like it's like I, I'm looking ahead, right? Okay, let's 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 visualize success. A ten next year. Um, keep building the program. Some bigger recruits. Some 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 taller guys. You know, some 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 mm-hmm. some baby face trees. Some blue chip uh, blue chip recruits. Yep. You know, a uh, 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 maybe like a Midwest Gonzaga kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then I want Sheridan Road to start acting like a place, a destination. Not like, I mean, I, I walked into Canes and it's like, 
It, it didn't even look like a game day. Well, of course they didn't have any, but it's just like, come on, you're here because of the of the, the university, right? right. Yeah, act there, like there, it. There, there wouldn't be a raising canes there if the university was not. Yeah, the Chipotle, the Chipotle was kind of a dump. It's like, come on, act like this is Loyola, like this is a real school. So I don't know. So I, I feel like yeah, okay, I've. I've Hey, can we end on one uh, positive positive thing? Yeah, sure. This, week, this last week, um, the I guess the cheer squad went down to Orlando and they took sixth sixth in the country. And uh, our our wait, are we talking dancer dancing ramblers or or the other group? I can't the, the cheer the cheer squad. Okay, cheer squad. Yes, uh, cheer squad. Um, and let me, I don't have the exact information, but. Um, in front of me because I, I, I want to end on a good note, but uh, my friend Kino Eli, who was at the game yesterday, but he was, he was on the cheer team when we were in school together. Um, and so, you know, as he said, and, and this is, and I quote, um, it was something I dreamed of making the trip 30 years ago. Fortunately, one of my coaches and former captain and her daughter is on the team but FaceTime during that. So I got the chance to experience some of the excitement. We're not just a basketball school. We're a cheerleading school now too. Cause I mean, number six in the country, that's a pretty big deal. So, um, you know, really excited for them. Uh, what a great, uh, accomplishment, um, uh, that, you know, cause these student, those are all student athletes. Uh, they practice and or they get scholarships as well. So excited for them and uh, kudos to them. Well, and while we're throwing out the, uh, the uh, whatever the, the flowers, the laurels, or the the whatever the awards. Um, I think uh, Loyola Golf won the uh, the Valley this past yeah. year. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, I, and then really the main is. the main golf guy, the one there was there's kind of a stud on the team. He took he placed in, in sort of the overall tournament. Uh, and then um, also volleyball is ranked right now. Uh, yeah, they were volleyball. They're in top twenty. So um, yeah, there's obviously a lot going on in in our in our school. So yeah. Yeah. And then the soccer teams have done really well. So, I mean, I think that's what's, I think most exciting across the board for the Ramblers and Loyola university is the fact that it's like all of the sports programs are doing well. And cause you know, we had friends that were on track and, uh, and other sports when we were in school and they're just, they were just happy to be there kind of mentality. Uh, but, but now it's like, they're really competing on all levels. And so it's just exciting to see that the name of oil is, is getting run, uh, not just in basketball, but in other sports as well. That's good. That's good. And that, that is a good way to end it. I, there was one other thing I wanted to bring up and I'm trying to remember what it was. Now I forgot it. Um, uh, was it a positive? Oh, it was not necessarily a positive, but I will, okay. I'll share, I'll, I'll share one more, one more, <laughs> interesting thing from the game get it, get, just get it all out Dobber. just get it all out so here's one thing that i noticed about this game which was completely annoying is there was a lot of off ball fouls called mm-hmm. i mean there were not there were there were almost no and ones in the entire game so when a guy went in and drove it was like the, they they just sucked the whistle and swallowed the whistle, right? But there was tons of hand check fouls and these little things, and it got ridiculous. Especially trying to cover Isaiah Mosley, 
Right. It's one of the reasons that Lucas got on the bench right away. He got these there were just these strange fouls that they kept calling. And and I mean there was even a time where we were on our comeback. We hit a three. Chris, yeah, hit the three and then like Chris, Chris Knight and him and, and, and his buddy or whoever he's covering Gage Prim. The Gage they were in Prim. a wrestling match. Yeah, they're just bumping and they call oh, Chris. No, no. <laughs> what? No, no, I I, I saw it because as you know, as a former wrestling coach that I am, it's like, I like it to see when the big guys, you know, rumble and, and like they were going at it, but Gage Prim pulled him down and Chris Knight gets the foul. Yeah. I'm just I, like, that was right in front of me. And you, I was with my kid, but I, if I could have jumped onto the court, I would, I was so angry at that because not only did we just make a three and in a middle of kind of a mini comeback, Right, and then immediately the whistle blows. Everything slows down. Then they go to the other court, take some baskets, and they did this to us several times. There was one referee in particular, and I did not look up his name, <laughs> but he was a chubby, bald guy, little chubby, little and you know, kind of a gut, and he just every call out of his mouth was awful. And and I saw it on the other side too. He was calling consistently bad. There were a few times that there was just weird stuff. They were not letting these guys play. And they yeah. were inserting themselves into the action. Now, I talked to Uncle Jeff and he said, he said, come on, they didn't lose because of the refs. It's true. They did not lose because of these refs. But they but, were not helped. But... These refs were inserting themselves in the game at, at a level that they did not need to go. So, let me just finish with my my fandom my fandom story. I am I am I am in the uh, I'm by the wolf pack, and let's just say I know where everyone exits out of the building. So. Game oh, over. Here, here it comes. Game over. Rubble down in the, the tunnel. I'm like, where are they? And I <laughs> and I'm and I'm headed towards where I think they're gonna come out, you know, with the team and sister Jean and you know, they put up the ropes. Yep. I'm headed there. But as fate would have it, <laughs> I don't can't believe Loyola does this. These guys are walking in the concourse towards me. The refs? The ch- yeah, Chubby walked right by me. <laughs> and I look in his eyes and I say, horrible, horrible. <laughs> then the next couple guys come up who I didn't have as much. And I go, horrible job, guys. Great. <laughs> horrible. And then some... Some Loyola guy, I don't know who he was, he's like, get away, stop that. You know, he didn't like that, that I, but I was like, so, so here, so guys, here, you know, the, the, this is where the refs exit. You <laughs> go to wherever the Ramblers come out, the tunnel, and the, and it's like, it's like on the, just, just to that side. So anyway. So I, I, I Jaden was with me, and uh, but I, yeah. So then, then I got to the, then I got to the rope, and and watched the team come out, and the team was to a person. This is one thing I love. 
I um I can't stand when I see people after a loss jockeying and smiling. I right. I hate that. I hate it in the NFL. You see it in the NBA. You see guys dabbing guys and oh yeah, we played in AAU, whatever. We didn't win. Okay, not a single rambler had a smile on his face. They looked like they got hit in the in the in the stomach. They looked like you know, someone stole their lunch money. They looked like uh, someone just, you know, called their mother fat. I don't know what it was, but they, everyone to a person, Drew, every coach, even Sister Jean looked mad. I mean, they, <laughs> nobody looked happy. So I was trying to encourage them as I came out. I was like, yo, Saint, good job, you know, whatever, you know, keep up, keep up, you know, nothing. No looks. They were focused. So, I'm hoping that that's the attitude, that dog mentality that gets into the next couple games because we need it. We need it. And um, and I can't be there to yell at all these refs. You know, I can't be at every game. So they're going to have to just step it up on the court, right? Yes, right? agreed. Right? We're not going to be able to – yeah, so – but yeah. But it was fun to see them walk out. I mean, we've been doing this podcast now. This is the first time I've been up close to some of these guys. So it was cool. It was I, I. I was. It was cool to see uh, St. Thomas, and uh, it was cool to see Chris Knight. I. Those are two guys that. Did, I, now, did you now? Because you mentioned on the last podcast that if you actually came up to Chris Knight, you might fanboy it. You know, and, and I don't know. I mean, but, but it, it it would have been better <laughs> if it was after a, a big win. Uh, yes, I mean, because yes, yes. they were they were mad and they were they were focused on leaving. So right. um, I did feel a little stupid standing by there, right? You're like, hey, guys, <laughs> just really, you know, you lost by 10, but, you know, it's okay. Guys. Like, I didn't know what to say, to be honest. Um, I was just giving a little clap, go, you know, coach, good job. You know, or not, I didn't keep, say good job. Keep I your said, head up. Keep your head up. I didn't say keep, keep your head up. Yeah, I don't know what keep I Keep grinding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we've done 34 minutes. We've done 34 minutes on a loss, which, um, which our fans right now are, you know, you're gonna want us to. They, you know what? They they love story time by Uncle Daver. So that <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, if I I gotta play our outro here. Otherwise, we're gonna hear uh, the we're gonna hear our Gregorian chants again. Okay, let's yeah, get let's out of here. Let's not hear that. All uh, right. We're... All right. So we've done it. We've we've had a bad loss. We've covered it. Let's move let's put on. It, let's put it in the bank and let's move on to Southern. Let's move on. Hey, we still have a chance for this week to go three and four, three of four okay. for this week, and that's good. Yes, God willing, ad majorium, decorium. Exactly. All right, go Ramblers. For Sammy D, this is Dauber, Two Ramblers podcast. Keep your head up, Ramblers. Keep your head up. It's only one game. We can clean it up. And uh, come back next time. So we got two, two SIU games this week, right? And then Drake on Sunday. And then Drake on Sunday. All right. Go Ramblers. <laughs> <laughs>